Hello. You are about to travel through the sixth dimension. In its fullness exists cinema entertainment that creates many forms, all while maintaining the same purpose, to tell and explore magnificent stories of the burden of existence. This is a dimension of imagination. Your hosts, Adam and Bailey, will do their best to guide you through vast perspectives in cinema that create new dimensions for all to admire. Welcome to AB Cinema. Hello and welcome to AB Cinema. I'm your host, Bailey, and on today's special episode of AB Cinema, I will be discussing who Shuri is in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. I know that a lot of you may know who this character is, but it's always interesting to get a little bit of a backstory to certain characters and the importance that they have to the comics and what they mean to the MCU, their history, and how it may tie into the MCU going forward. So let's just dive right in. Shuri's first appearance was in Black Panther Volume 4, Number 2, in 2005. She was created by Reginald Hudlin and artist John Romita Jr. Her first appearance as the Black Panther was in Black Panther Number 1 in 2009 and was created by Reginald Hudlin again, Edgar Delgado, and Ken Lashley. Now I'm going to go into the story of how she became the Black Panther in her comic line. Namor tried bringing T'Challa into the Cabal, a group of villains from the comics. It may have been pronounced Cable. Um, but T'Challa refused. Doctor Doom critically wounded him and his sister Shuri took over his role as Black Panther until he recovered. Shuri gained the powers of Bast when she earned her blessing. These powers are the powers of the Black Panther. She also became the ruler of Wakanda when T'Challa recovered he ended up relocating to Manhattan to fight crime in Hell's Kitchen with Daredevil. So a little bit about the goddess of Bast. We did get to meet her in Thor Love and Thunder. She was kind of in the background of Omnipotence City. And I, I think that we got a little bit of the lore as well in Black Panther in the beginning of that movie as well. And so it's kind of interesting that we're seeing a lot more of gods and goddesses in this current phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe with the likes of the Eternals coming into play and being questioned about whether or not humanity needs gods at this point with Thor, Love, and Thunder. And uh, it was just an, it's an interesting concept that they brought into the MCU. And I'm curious to see how it's going to tie into Black Panther Wakanda forever or if it will even tie into it, because this movie definitely doesn't seem like it has room for that. It, it seems like it's fitting a lot into it, but I'm curious to see how this is going to play out. Anyway, Shirty is a scientist, engineer, and has a genius level of intellect which rivals that of even Tony Stark. She was trained in martial arts tri prior to becoming the Black Panther, and she gained the power to transform herself and those around her into a flock of birds or a large dark bird. She also had the power of being durable enough to withstand bullets or powerful energy weapons. And I thought this was interesting because the MCU took liberties with this and actually gave that power to T'Challa with his suit that he gets in Black Panther. 
and the MCU version of her character implemented the ability into the Black Panther suit. Whenever kinetic energy was made, it was stored and could be released in a massive blast which let out all of that stored kinetic energy. In the MCU, she will take over Black as Black Panther for T'Challa after he passes away. Off screen, I'm assuming. I'm not quite sure. I don't think that we'll get a CGI Chadwick Boseman, but I'm, I, I really have no idea what they're going to do with that. Anyway, she will have her own Black Panther suit, which resembles her ceremonial look, which we saw in the first Black Panther movie when T'Challa was facing M'Baku to become the next Black Panther or the ruler of Wakanda. And um, she will be the mentor of Riri Williams, who I broke down earlier this week, and will be probably be the one to create an Ironheart armor for her, which we have gotten quick glimpses of in the trailer so far. She has two suits, and I think that um, I think that Shuri is going to give her one as a gift. In the MCU, she's played by Letitia Wright, known for her roles in Black Panther, Small Axe, Black Mirror, and The Silent Twins. And you can see Shuri in Black Panther Wakanda Forever tonight or tomorrow, whenever you guys decide to watch it. It's out this weekend, and I'm so excited to see her character in the MCU again. I loved her and her dynamic with T'Challa in the first movie, and I think that it's going to be a really emotional movie because of that, because she's the little sister of T'Challa, and she's going to have to step up and become the Black Panther or the ruler of Wakanda. I'm curious to see how that's going to tie out, or how it's going to plan out, but I'm I'm very interested to see what's going to happen moving forward. Um, but her character definitely has a lot on her plate. I would love to see a lot of the storylines of the tensions between Latveria and Wakanda and, and Talokan and Wakanda and have Shuri be at the center of those rather than T'Challa at this point because I, I don't think that recasting him would be a great idea if they are going to kill him off um, at least until Secret Wars when they bring in the multiverse and can introduce a new Black Panther down the line but with that being said I, I really hope that Shuri moving forward has a really big impact on the MCU and really steps it up as far as her involvement in the MCU going forward. I think that there needs to be a lot more interconnectivity between these movies, and I think Wakanda can be a major aspect of that. And same with Talokan, with the mutants coming into the MCU soon. So I'm very excited to see what's going to happen going forward. But thank you all for tuning into this breakdown of Shuri. I hope you I hope you have enjoyed these breakdowns, and I I hope that you'll continue to listen to our podcast. You can catch my review for Black Panther: Wakanda Forever on Friday, November eleventh, and make sure you watch it before you listen to my review because I will probably go into spoilers about the movie. Anyway, thank you all again for listening. You can follow us on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Letterboxd, and Twitter. Or you can email us at abcinema.pod at gmail.com. Thanks again, and as always, keep watching movies.